Hello, everybody. 恭喜发财，新年快乐 ，Ryan. 步步高升 ，and 招生贵子。招生你的头了。No, I want you to 步步高升 in terms of FBL ranking. I see you keep sinking and sinking. I think this is the phrase that is the most applicable for you. So, without further ado, happy Chinese New Year to all our listeners out there. And Ryan, last game week was it hotia or bohotia for you? I think fortunately it was not too bad for me. Because uh, I transferred in Dine, and he gave me a clean sheet, an assist, and also three bonus points. So I think it's largely due to him that I have an above average score. But I know it has been a pretty disappointing week, especially for Danny's owners like yourself, Sean. Okay, okay. Just just focus on yourself. Don't talk about me first. Don't talk about me. You know. <laughs> I think it was okay for me, lah. I mean, I'm slowly climbing up the ranks, so no complaints from my side. Yeah, I I really to give it to you, lah, for the dignity move, lah. It was amazing, lah. I I I decided to sit on it, and it turned out to give me the S, lah. I got like thirty four points, yeah, and the only players, second, sorry, yeah, oh, bro, of of course, oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. What are you talking yeah. about? You screw yeah. up, can see me already, brother. So I'm doing the FPL Pauja crew, right? A very huge boost down here, you know. We go on burden over here, struggling. But hey, hello, don't worry, guys. Now, hey, now you open the app on iPhone or don't need scroll already. Uh, oh, no need scroll already. Ah, okay, okay. My yeah. iPhone is the pro or not pro one, the bigger one or the normal size one. Access Max. Oh, Access Max. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as I was saying, right, once the double gimmick was announced, bam, straight away, my unban was on Dennis. That fella got one job, and he chose to get sent off. But right, thankfully, it was, it was yeah. uh, last minute. Uh, Yeah, it was a last minute announcement. Yes, correct, yeah, correct. It was a last minute. That's why you didn't talk about it. Jump ship last minute, including myself, lah. But I didn't put it on Dennis. I put it on. Okay, okay, okay. Definitely not a negative points, lah. So it's yeah. way better as compared to a negative two. Bowen blank, Antonio blank, Greenwood and Naughty Boy, and also CR seven all blank as well. So it was a hotel week for me, and I feel that. Moving forward, I really need to improve because the rest of the players behind our mini are actually catching up. I really need to plan my transfers well. So talking about it, Ryan, which player caught your eye? Uh, I think Sajan from Norwich stood out with two goals, and one of them was very extremely well taken. But uh, another standout would be Robertson, two assists, and even without clean sheet, he still had eleven points this week. Uh, and I think over the past three starts or something, he registered one goal and four assists. So he has been clocking in a lot of points, a lot of assists. Definitely someone to look at, especially with that price point compared to TAA. I would say for sure, many of the managers out there, right, would have TAA without a doubt. We know that game week twenty six, there's a Liverpool double game week. Yep, yep. Right. So Liverpool double game week is. Extremely tasty the fixture. I think they're playing against Leeds and uh, Norwich. Yes. Right. Potential so, goal fest. Yeah, people are even considering using their triple captain chip. Okay. Twenty-six. So, other than Salah, which, I mean, is the obvious pick, right? Because he will be back. Hmm. They're they're playing the Fcon final tonight, right? Then after that, he will yes. be back. Yes. Uh, TAA is the second obvious pick, and I think it is wise to double up on either Robertson or Jota. But I'm going for Robertson now because he's cheaper,、mm. and he has been 
performing well in the past few matches. Will you be free hitting it any? Will you be using the free hit chip? Uh, I don't believe so. I I I feel like Liverpool, only Liverpool's double gimmick is worth like uh, having players for like. Just the rest of the fixtures are pretty meh, I would say so. Yeah, because yeah. I did consider using the free hit for that particular game week because I definitely cannot afford three Liverpool premiums. And there's lots of tinkering to be done for my side because um, what no, happened I was... Think the, yeah? I think the most crucial thing here is that if you were to free hit during game week 26, right, you are not giving yourself the option to use the triple captain chip. If you can't plan your team well and you do have to use the free, then you you just can't use the triple captain chip. La. But I think it's a good time to use. La. So it's just a vice versa sort of thing. La. I think I will agree with you in this point because um, I'm in fact planning my transfers towards bringing back Salah and that is giving me a massive headache which I will address it later because of the value I'm doing, I'm that I actually have. Yeah, but the problem is, yeah. uh, there are too many things to consider already. Okay, back to the topic of who caught my eye. The player who caught my eye is actually Digney. Price 5.1 million, we've target out to Newcastle, right? He's destined to start, okay? I, to, to be honest, right, without, like I mentioned a few episodes back, he's one of the best left back. Furthermore, right, with this Stevie G's revamp Aston Villa squad, right, I think that there will be more points that will be coming from him. Right? So, guys, if you don't have Digney yet, don't make the same mistake as I did and follow the philosopher Ryan and go for him ASAP. <laughs> be the leader, do not be the follower, yeah? Yeah, so for me, I think the player who caught my eye is none other than Luca Dine. Now, let's move on to our next segment, Tia Simi. Okay, so Ryan, which fixture will you be actually looking at this upcoming game week? Okay, so I think the fixture we can all keep an, keep our eye on is West Ham versus Watford. So... Interesting think, pick. Yeah, I think Watford has been on a huge decline. I think they had a pretty decent uh, start to the season uh, with, you know, Dennis scoring quite a number of goals, getting some points for them. But in their past nine games in the Premier League, they have yet to win a single one. Like, they haven't, they haven't won a single one lah, with seven losses and two draws. So I think the trend will continue again against West Ham. Plus, West Ham is at home, right? So... Yeah, definitely see some goals scored by West Ham here and another loss for Watford. So players like Bowen, Antonio, or even West Ham defense. Yeah, the double game rate. Three new losses to Norwich. They got raped by Norwich, right? Then after that, yes. new new draw to Burnley. Yeah, these I'm are sure the points that. Got... Sorry? I'm, I'm sure a lot of people got beat in the ass like, by, by captaining Dennis or King. Yes, and these are the games that teams should be winning if you're fighting the relegation better. But unfortunately, that resulted in Claudio Ranieri getting sacked. La, so. Yeah, I think the 3 I mean, loss actually propelled Norwich above Watford in the league table. Yeah, correct. And so I think honestly, now Norwich like, is in the relegation zone, you know? Yes, hey, they're no, in no, a I very mean, dangerous Watford situation. In the, Watford is in the relegation zone, I mean. Yeah, correct. Okay, so for me, it's pretty straightforward. But it might be tricky. It's actually City versus Brentford. Like, City, high scoring. You know, there's no stopping them. Up against a Brentford side, which is normally strong at home, but we really don't know what to expect. I'm going for, like, a 2-0 City victory down here. La. I yeah, expect this game to be very controlled. Yeah, it won't be like a 3-0, 4-0 massive, like, 
riot go fast style games uh, because Brentford is very I, I feel that the way Brentford plays right they are very structured they are very organized and they are very disciplined I think the previous time City played Brentford it was a 1-0 win right for yes I feel that this game right it might be tricky it might be tricky so but then again it really really depends lah. so I think the fixture we should be looking at is actually City versus Brentford whereas for Ryan will be West Ham versus Watford Okay, so now let's talk about like, now that the transfer season is actually over, right? We have already done the roundup so that you guys don't have to when to Google it and when think who to bring in, who not to bring in, so and so forth. Now we'll be talking about the transfers that actually plays a part in your fantasy Premier League team. So without further ado, let's begin. This is the interesting one. Ericsson priced at five point five million is actually has actually arrived in Brentford. Any thoughts? I also feel like this is the most interesting. Uh, yes. asset lah, I feel because I would think with Ericsson's quality he can easily walk into Brentford's uh, starting lineup starting 11 yes right and uh, his favorite position will be CAM playing the number 10 role yep. uh, a role Correct. which he has excelled in in the Premier League before yes uh, and I, I believe 5.5 million is cheaper than Mbwemo right should be uh, should be cheaper than way more and right. so uh, and i think cheaper than a lot of uh players who even start or place in an attacking position so definitely someone who uh to keep an eye on you know he has the experience he has the quality so but it's still a wait and see for me sorry i would like to correct you ericsson is priced at 5.5 million whereas mwemo is priced at 5.3 million but it's a no-brainer ericsson will definitely get a starting okay. lineup yeah i would think so um right. but match fitness is the thing so i will agree with you for the wait and see but i'm expecting ericsson to be on set piece duties and i'm looking forward to the combo a ericsson cross to ivan tony the dream right. moving down the list we have burnley priced at 6.5 million in with chris wood out so definitely Horse will be the main big striker that Burnley will set across crosses in. What, what's your take on that, Ryan? I think uh, it's not so much about the individual quality of the player. For me, it's about being in a team like Burnley. Because uh, I think almost every year, Burnley have strikers that are priced similar at, at similar range, right? 6 million, 6.5, 7 million. We have Chris Wood, uh, Ashley Barnes, so on. And... I think just by being in Burnley, right, you can't be a striker that returns 10 to 15 goals a season. It's just about the way they play, like the way they structure their team, right? They like to play uh, high balls through the over the defense. And they usually have uh, big built strikers, uh, good at heading, stuff like that, to like put some goals in or like, you know, get some haters in. So uh, I don't think this kind of attacking play will allow any striker to thrive in the league. Uh, especially with half a season left, I don't think this striker is gonna get like more than I, my bet is he won't get more than like six to seven goals uh. So I don't think he's worth. I mean, you can you can uh, observe, but I don't think he will be worth anything. Same for me. I would strongly against uh, managers out there to actually bring him in firstly because it's Burnley we are talking about. Furthermore, yeah, I think yeah. that the only... If I'm not wrong, right? Burnley is like the 
second lowest scoring team in the league this season. Yeah, they every time like one zero two one that sort of shit one. So like furthermore, the price point six point five million. It's quite a yeah, tricky. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's quite a tricky price mm, point also. Yeah, there are Dennis. There are yes. Slightly more expensive Antonio. I mean, yeah. there are a lot more better options lah. ASM. Daka. Uh, yeah, Daka. With Vardy out for like at least four more weeks, I think. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. if you have six point five million, don't definitely don't go for Vekhorst. Go for players like. Daka, I would say Daka is more the players to look out for a, uh, the ASM, so and so forth. But for Burnley striker, six point five million is not is not a is a no go for me personally. Moving down the list again, we have Everton. Now the interesting part, Ryan. Out of curiosity, Frank Lampard. What's your yeah. pick? Uh, Do you feel angry, sad? No, no, no. As in like, I'm I'm okay. I'm neutral lah. But I mean, objectively, okay. from football's perspective, I. I don't know if he's a good appointment for Everton. Because I mean, based on the how he was like at Chelsea, I don't think he's a very experienced manager. Yeah, and I feel like, okay. you know, like we have mentioned before the transfer window ended, Everton is like a sinking ship. Yes. Right, so uh, I don't know if this will be a right choice made by them. Bring in an ex- inexperienced manager to you know try to save the save Everton from drowning, but we shall see. But they they did make some decent transfers though. Yes, yes. I w- yeah, I would say that like, um. Right? Yeah. So they have made like two big signings: Dele Ali, Van Dijk, priced at five point seven million. I think this is the opportunity for Dele Ali to actually shine. He needs a, like a career reboost. I mean, the only reason why he left was to get more playing time because you guys screwed it up. <laughs> Honestly, okay? uh, I, I like Van Der Beek as a player. And right, yeah, I, I would agree with that. You all let him play. To the fridge, like, basically. And yeah. something to rot there. Which is quite... I, I feel sad for him, you know. And I feel that um, he will be better off in clubs like other clubs where he gets more time. And I like him as a player, no doubt. But in terms of FPL returns-wise, right, if you ask me to bring him in, right, it's definitely no. Like, because he plays in a very central mid-position. As compared to Dele right. Ali, who plays more attacking, which I foresee he'll be playing the number 10 role. Like. Yeah. So, so I, I think, think Dele Ali got that, got it right. Like. I mean, they've been crying out for... Uh, I feel like their team has been crying out for a creative outlet ever yes. since uh, after Gilfie and... Uh, Hames, right? Hames Rodriguez. Yes. So, Correct. Yeah. So I for Dili Ali, I think. Really well, I think. Yeah, at least 6.2 million, I think, can consider, but we have to see how the team settles down first. And back to the managerial topic, right? A lot of people might be wondering hey, the same can be said for Steven Gerrard when he took over Aston Villa. But look, the difference here between Aston Villa and Everton, although they are like mid tier clubs, right? Everton is a sinking, whereas Aston Villa has the funds to actually perform. So I think challenging for Frank Lampard because in Chelsea he just have to manage egos to a certain extent but whereas for Everton he need to rebuild from ground zero okay oh Liverpool DS priced at 8 million yeah I have no idea why it's so expensive honestly I think it's damn ridiculous like the yes. price shocked me a little bit like okay, it's too expensive number, number one right he's a uh, winger right yes and I can tell you there's no way like zero chance right he's gonna mm. take Mane's or Salah's starting spot like unless injury, you know, unless injury, yeah, unless unless they are un, um, 
unavailable in any way, right? Yeah. But zero times eight million is damn ridiculous. Don't even think about it. Like don't yes, correct. Right. <laughs> you yeah, can't be spending eight million to like, put him on the bench, right? Yeah, fuck, it's fucking stupid. About, yeah. Okay, moving down the list, they brought in Chris Wood for six point seven million, and they brought in Bruno, but this is Bruno Guimaraes. Yeah, so, mil, right? Wood, well, yeah, 50 mil, yes. And he's priced at 5, very yeah, interesting right. price point. But five I mil? can tell you, uh, I've never watched him play before. I don't know who is he and I don't right. know what to expect from him. So okay, I think for uh, him... Chris Wood first. La. Okay, right. Chris Wood. I mean, we, we are slightly familiar with uh, yes. Chris Wood. So yep. a proven striker in the league. Right, yep. every season will maybe have like seven eight goals lah. Not too bad. I mean, considering yeah. playing in a in a Burnley team, uh, I think partnering Wilson and ASM will definitely. I I think his style of play will bring a different dimension to Newcastle. Hmm. Right, because he's the you know the big build target man. Unlike uh ASM and unlike Callum Wilson, so. Uh, definitely something to look forward to. Like quite interesting lah. Decent price point, proven striker. Uh, I feel like Newcastle as a team is moving moving towards the right direction lah. In terms of signing, in terms of uh, uh, making their squad better. So, yeah. Can you okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think for seven million. Yeah, and I think for Bruno, why his price so cheap is because. I know that he's a DM. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's a DM. So I mean, as you know, traditionally DM don't perform. Like, uh, yes. or not that they don't perform, but in terms of FPL, they are not an asset. They yes, yes. Uh, help us earn points, yeah. So, I think that's the reason why. Uh, yeah, Nothing much to say, lah. If you're a DM, there's nothing much to say here. <laughs> so lastly, first Benteke, priced at five million. And Kulusevsky, 6 million. I mean, once again, why Benteke is priced at 5? Because <laughs> defensive mid. Center right? mid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, center mid, defensive mid. Traditionally, won't earn you many points. So, if you ever want to consider, definitely wait and see also. But for Kulusevsky, right, the issue I have with him is, first, he's relatively young. He's very young, like, in fact. He's like, what, uh, 19 years old, uh. How old is he? 21, uh, he... 21 years old. Yeah, he's 21 okay. years old. Yes. I mean, he is, uh, I think he's, uh, you know, on F especially on the FM, he's like a huge yeah. wonder, wonder kid. kid. Yeah, yeah, he's the wonder and kid status. I think he has been performing decently well for Juve and Sweden. I think he's Swedish, hmm. right? Yeah, Swedish. So, uh, but I still don't see him taking up Sun Hyung-min's spot. Lucas Mora confirm one. Yeah, so really trying to adapt him in. Uh. Yeah, so my point is, if you can't nail a starting eleven, we don't have to talk about it, lah. I mean, it's not worth mentioning. It can be five million, you can be six million, it doesn't matter. If you can't nail a starting spot, you are out of the conversation, That's... right? Yeah, yeah, don't waste time. So nothing to consider here once again right? true i would agree so no i think we have life, yeah interesting moving forward in terms of like the entire team dynamics i think is good but in terms of fpl wise don't waste time don't bother so i think we can come to a conclusion that all in all that we can actually we should actually keep an eye on in this upcoming sorry in this transfer window that has just passed right actually digne coutinho uh, and dele ali and perhaps chris wood 
So these are the few players that if you really want to, you can consider the rest of the transfers are pretty meh, I would say so. So Ryan, which transfers will you be planning to bring in or what's up in your mind? Okay, uh, I'm going to say DDG. What? No, as in like what, tra or, uh, what transfer am I making this week, is it? I'm, I'm not making any transfers this week. But uh, what oh, I yes. recommend to other fantasy managers is that you can take a look at DDG. Okay. Uh, mainly because following game week, Menu has a double game week. Mm. Right? And the double game week is against uh, Soton and Brighton, which are pretty decent fixtures in terms of uh, getting a clean sheet. Uh, why bring? Why did I recommend bringing him in this race? Because they are playing Burnley, also a very uh, possible fixture where he can get another clean sheet. Mm -hmm. And besides clean sheet, I think his uh, biggest attribute this season has been save points. Right. So I, mm -hmm. I went to take a look at his stats. Right. He has had fifteen. Like out of 23 games he has played so far, 15 of them, he has save points. Yeah, he, he has at least one save points. La. And I think he's like the fourth highest uh, goalkeeper in the, in the game right now. So, some like someone that you can definitely look at. And you don't have to be concerned about whether he's new or not. Because he's definitely new. On top of the double game week in game week 25. Uh, they are playing Leeds in game week 26 and Watford in game week 27. So they have five upcoming uh, easy fixtures uh, upcoming. So all of them possible to get clean sheets. Yeah. But you see, the thing about Manchester United, right, as we all know, like up against a Middlesbrough team, they can't even keep a clean sheet. Eh? That's the problem. So sometimes it's not just, it's not DDG. Right. I, I mean, I do have faith in United's backline, but... Um, what I'm saying is that even if DDG doesn't keep a clean sheet, right? There's a the very save high points are definitely there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will agree with you on if that you, point. If you take value into consideration, right? Mm. I don't see any better United player to bring in for the double game week. For sure. Yeah, I, 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 Ronaldo has been disappointing a lot of owners, including myself. And he's super expensive, right? Uh, yes. I don't think that's point. Bruno is also equally almost as expensive. So hmm. uh, Mason is out. Uh, Rashford has been on a decline. Mm -hmm. uh, who else? There's, there's no one else really, what? right? So I, I genuinely feel that of all the bad options there is in the United squad, DDG is a standout. For me, right? In fact, I've really made my transfer. I had, Like I mentioned last week, I always keep two transfers case you know so i brought in luca dine for shimikas just to avoid the price rise and i'll be looking to bring in another manchester united asset i want to bring in mo salah and if i have pressure i cannot afford mo salah so i'm leaning towards a Jaden sancho transfer yeah so there you have it my two transfers i brought in luca dine for shimikas and my next option will be Jaden sancho or rashford for the naughty boy greenwood so ryan who will be captaining this game week then I think I'll just go for Chancelo. I mean, I don't think I have many standout options in my Candidates. Yeah, so Chancelo seems like a safe option. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with you. I will go for KDB actually, because I can 
I have him, so why not put the money on him? So it's either Cancelo or KDB for me. So Ryan, Bauchia um, player of the week on the count of three, okay? One, two, three. Regalon. DDG. Regalon, against Botondo. Honestly, I don't see Soton scoring goals, uh, really. And Bruja has just been um, announced to be out. Rumor has it that he's out. So, right. I honestly think that Regalon will be able to perform. Spurs will be able to perform and keep a clean sheet at home against uh, Soton's side. DDG again, Ryan, against Burnley away. Yeah, because like I said, I think uh, Burnley being the second lowest scoring team in, uh, in the league, uh, hmm. I don't. I hope they won't score. I honestly I mean, doubt and, they will score. Yeah, and and also like you said, Brentford is a tricky fixture, lah. Yes. Right. Yes. So, uh, why I I chose to captain Chancellor is because I feel like Chancellor has a higher ceiling, like a higher potential for for more points, right? Due to assists, but I think a safer bet will be sticking with DDG. Watch our players of the week. DDG for Ryan and Regalon for myself. So that's all we have for you folks. Thanks for tuning in once again to FBL Pautia. Happy Chinese New Year. As usual, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Follow our IG at FBL Pautia. And we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.